I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Well, to top things, I owe everybody an apology because it's been nearly a month since I've been able to do an episode on Rage Quit. Things have just been quiet. You know, I've been trying to get some guests to be on the show because it's just so brutal to do this on my own. But I do have some guests that, that will appear uh, as in the future we will do a series uh, a, a series of episodes on the Batman Arkham video game series. So I'll probably do a mini episode on my own on Gotham's Most Wanted. I haven't decided yet. But rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, for the Arkham series, I have the perfect guest. And he's going to bring his friend who's also well-knowledged in the DC Comics. So be excited about that. But today's episode is actually about a certain mission from Grand Theft Auto V. I know that a lot of you did listen to my Grand Theft Auto V episode uh, that I did a a few months back. It's been quite a while, but I did do it. But there's a mission I want to talk about, and that was actually one of the most interesting missions in the game. Not the last one, which was honestly probably the best one, but a certain mission, okay... The name of the mission, ladies and gentlemen, is Minor Turbulence. (laughs) Very interesting mission indeed, okay? Of course, the protagonist of that mission is Trevor Phillips, okay? But what's so funny, okay, is that... Well, I don't know if I should say funny, but I mean, well, actually, no, yeah, what is funny is that how challenging the mission was, at least when when the mission starts, okay? Not quite immediately when it starts, but you'll know. We'll get there. So around that, in that, that part of the game, obviously, th- this was after you finished doing these missions for uh, for that, uh, that uh, for that crime boss. I believe for the my, my, uh, for the crime boss uh, Martin Madrasso, Okay, and when you finish that certain uh, mission, Trevor actually kidnaps Martin Madrasso's wife Patricia. Uh, and of course, Trevor would say because he's upset that despite the missions that he did for Martin, Trevor did not get paid. I mean, yeah, there's been part of the game where you do all these missions and then you're still waiting to get paid. <laughs> so obviously, uh, be, uh, as a result of that, Michael, Michael DeSanta, is forced to actually be in exile in Sandy Shores, where if you if you know the game well, that's where Trevor Phillips' trailer is located. I mean, that's where Trevor operates his business. Trevor Phillips. Industries. So anyway, the mission starts. There's obviously the cutscene. Franklin goes to Michael's house. Obviously, he's looking for him, but Franklin discovers that nobody's home. That Franklin's uh, that Michael's not there, and you know, and Michael's family's not there. So obviously, he calls Michael and explains what's going on. But of course, then Michael says, "Well, you know, they had to lay low." And then he he tells Franklin that Trevor's got Martin's wife. So it's pretty interesting. After he hangs up, you just see Trevor was asleep, and then Trevor wakes up, and then starts calling his business associate, Ron, and then, you know, Patricia's tied up, he pulls the, the tape off her mouth, and really just... I mean, if you remember this basic clerically, apparently Trevor had strong feelings for Martin Madrasso's wife, okay? Of course, we, we all know, we've all heard of Stockholm Syndrome, but that's not the case. It's clear, clear, clearly not the case. Maybe it is, but in my in my opinion, I don't think that's the case. But so as Ron comes in, Trevor asks Ron about Trevor Phillips 
Enterprises, actually. I didn't say, I might have said Industries, but it's actually Enterprises. Baran informs Trevor that there's a potential plot involving Meriwether's security and a large shipment of weapons. Okay. For those of you that don't know, Meriwether's security was actually a big part of the game. It was a private military firm and, you know, contracted security. Definitely one of the biggest antagonists of the game and, you know... They were they were a bit of a pain in the ass to deal with, but well, I guess when it comes to GTA, you're dealing with uh, certain people. I guess you gotta accept the fact you're gonna be dealing with a bunch of pain in the ass. So anyway, the mission starts. You have to drive to McKenzie Field, okay, and then Trevor will take control of a plane, or or, or as it's called in the game, the I think it's called a duster. And there's a and the mission is about basically you're gonna intercept a, a Meriwether cargo plane. Well, this is where the mission starts to get annoying. So as you get on the plane, you have to stay low because you gotta stay under uh, stay below the radar. Because there's a cargo the cargo plane is circling near a certain Fort Zancudo. Now, if you've played the game GTA Five many times, you know that Fort Fort Zancudo is a place you really don't want to be near. If you fly over it, you fly close to it, they shoot you down with missiles, and boom, you are dead. So, of course, the Ford's radar is on, and the, the radar is pretty strong, so Trevor has to fly low. And what's the and what makes this a pain in the ass is when you're flying the plane low and you nearly hit the trees, you, you try to go a little higher to avoid hitting the trees, Ron's going to tell you you're too high, you got to get low, and it, it becomes such a pain in the butt. And, th and this goes on for quite a while. Like I, I swear, like when you're literally far from the radar, far, far from the base itself, the radar is still there. But then finally, Ron tells you you are out of Fort Zekudo airspace. You are clear to gain altitude. Okay. So here we go. Now you're getting you're getting you're gaining altitude. You're flying closer to the cargo plane. Then all of a sudden, you hear unidentified aircraft. State your state your identify yourself and state your intent. Then, of course, you know, Trevor being the funny guy he is, just simply says, eh, Trevor Phillips just enjoying the beautiful San Andreas weather. Then, of course, and then the plane again says, unidentified aircraft, divert your course or we will be forced to shoot you down. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, Trevor's dialogue just cracks me up, ladies and gentlemen. It absolutely cracks me up. Because Trevor just simply responds, shoot me down. Now, that's not very sociable. You know, let me go ahead and actually just say this. Y'all probably noticed how I'm getting these things, these word-to-word -word things, just absolutely accurate. It's because I've played the mission many times. I keep in mind in GTA Five, once you've complete the missions, and I believe once you complete the game, you're actually able to go back and actually play, do the missions again. But and I've watched the mission on YouTube many times anyway, so that's how I know this thing so well. Like I said, a very special mission. But anyway, <laughs> I just so I just find it so funny. Shoot me down. Now, that, 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 now that's not very sociable. <laughs> then, of course, the plane says, One more. It gives a final warning. And then, for aircraft, this is your final warning. Divert or we'll be forced to shoot you down. And then Trevor simply says, I'll take my chances, pal. <laughs> so, of course, Trevor refuses to cooperate. And, you know, one, two, three strikes. You know, you're out. So they, they warned you. Numer they, you know, gave you more than a fair warning. So, of course, they start shooting at you with rockets. And... Here's something else that's hilarious. Trevor, you hear Trevor say, You're firing rockets at a crop duster. <laughs> I swear to God. 
when I spoke about you know, when I spoke in the GTA Five episode, you know, I told everybody that Trevor is a very misunderstood guy. I mean, he really is, honestly. He's obviously got a great sense of humor, but you know, I don't know if Phil's humor says you're shooting crops or uh, shooting rockets at a crop duster. <laughs> so anyway, that part wasn't really hard. It's not really hard to avoid the rockets. So you just gotta basically at this point, you gotta fly your plane close to the cargo bay. And you, you crash it in, okay? And as you crash it in, obviously you see two dudes jump out, two Meriwether soldiers jump out, and Trevor jumps out of the out of the out of his plane, and you know, of course, he's being shot at. So he's got to. You, you basically after that, you know, you notice like you know, once you're taking cover, these jeeps in the plane start to fall out of the plane one by one, and of course, you got all the soldiers shooting at you. So you obviously you have to wipe them out. And then eventually uh, take out the pilot and then get into the cockpit and take control of the plane. So once uh, Trevor has control, obviously he diverts the flight path. And the, the his uh, his goal is to fly back to McKenzie Field. You know, I, this has, has me scratching my head. McKenzie Field is very, very small, okay? The runway is much, much, much too short. I really wonder how Trevor was going to plan to land such a huge plane on such a short runway. Hmm. Maybe could it be that maybe perhaps as smart as Trevor is, maybe he didn't think plan that far ahead or like he said, I'm going to take my chances, pal. I mean, Trevor is a fearless dude. You know, misunderstood but absolutely fearless. I mean, I I swear there's a cutscene somewhere uh, if you remember, you know, uh, there's always these random people in GTA Five, and if you're like um, in Sandy Shores, there's a dude who apparently, you know, something talks about immigration, and then Trevor asks him about Canadians, and that dude insults Canadians, and Trevor loses it. Because keep in mind, Trevor is actually Canadian, so. But anyway, so once you have control of the plane, obviously you're getting, you're headed towards McKenzie Field, but not long after. Two two uh, fighter jets intercept you, and one of one of the pilots says that they have been ordered to escort the plane to Fort Zancudo. <laughs> so obviously Trevor, and here's another dialogue I remembered. After something, the what the pilot says, like I think the pilot says, you know, divert or uh, you know, divert the or like whatever, or we'll, we'll shoot you down. And then Trevor says, or you can just go diddle yourself. I swear, you know, the, the, the dialogue, I mean, whoever wrote the dialogues for Trevor, you know, really did a great job. I mean, it really fits the character description of Trevor Phillips. So, obviously, Trevor refuses to obey the, obey the orders of the pilots. As a result, one of the jets fires a missile at the cargo plane and destroys one of the engines. Trevor tries to maintain control, but he can't. And he has to inform Ron that the mission has been ruined. So after that, basically, you grab a parachute and you have to jump out of the plane. You know what's funny? There's, there's still a Meriwether Jeep left on the plane. And what I did is I just got in the Jeep itself, you know, backed it out of the cargo hold and then just fell out in it. And then jumped out of the Jeep and then, you know, you're, you're, you're floating and, you're, you know, you're skydiving and then you just see the Jeep falling and... As that happens, you hear Trevor say, You've ruined it for everyone! <laughs> Again, there's that humor I'm talking about, but... I guess in that point, Trevor was really serious. Like, it was ruined for everyone. Ruined for him. Ruined for his um, 
for his loyal customers, for his associates, business partners, whatever we want to call them in that particular scenario. <clears throat> so, as you're skydiving, you know, waiting to uh, jump the parachute, okay, you, you just see the plane, the plane is just going down, going down, going down, going down. You hear the loud roar of the engine. I mean, it, it's absolutely realistic, okay? And the plane goes into crashes into the Alamo Sea. <clears throat> I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, just to see the plane just just divert down and go down and down and down and then just crash into the Alamo Sea. <clears throat> so obviously, once uh, you, you, you land, you know, close to the trailer... You get a phone call from Ron, you know, saying that saying that he's relieved that you're okay. And at the same time, you know, he he even tells Trevor, well, if you if, if you acquire some scuba gear, you can go down to the wreckage and sell and salvage some supplies. <clears throat> and believe it or not, I I did it. Honestly, finding the the plane wreckage under the under the you know in the lake or the Alamo Sea. Well, what, what, what I mean, I I kind of prefer to call it a lake. I mean, it kind of is a lake, but. But anyway, I, I would always have a hard time like finding the scuba gear because, you know, I, I figured you know, might as well scavenge the the wreckage, right? So eventually, I did. It. I, I guess when um when Michael purchases that uh that property that 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 place where, you know, where there's that sonar uh, little submarine uh, which is part of the side missions or whatever. There's a boat in that certain area that actually has scuba gear. So if you if you take control of that little boat, you drive toward you drive to the wreckage, and then you you know you just find the, the right spot. You you go down. And yeah, you find the wreckage. You find a couple of uh, there's weapons down there. There's body armor. If I remember correctly, it's been it's been a while since I've actually done this kind of thing. You know, partly part in the game, but. But it really had to. You know, but, but but I figured you know what. You know, and it didn't really take that certain phone call from Ron to actually tell me that you can scavenge, you know, that you can salvage the wreckage. But I figured, you know what? Why, why in the game? Why would they put something like where a plane crashes into the lake and then just disappears completely? I mean, that would make absolutely no sense. If it's part of the story, then whatever happened, you know, it should stay there. So, not not to my surprise, it did. So anyway, at this point, basically, as far as the mission goes, you know, I find this mission to be so interesting, but, and it was actually challenging, but, you know, there's some things I never get, right? Like, I never get the, I never get the, I cannot get the gold medal out of it, because I can, I can, I, I've always been terrible with accuracy, okay? And I always forget, like, there's a place, like, if, if you press these, these certain buttons at the same time, you, you enter this kind of rage mode. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> so very interesting, and one of the interesting things as well, like, you know, this is actually interesting about GTA 4 and GTA 5, is that there's uh, Weasel News, it's basically the radio broadcast of San Andreas, so shortly after the mission, you, you hear this on the radio, a Meriwether cargo plane shot down by military fighter jets, the U.S. Air Force has shot down a cargo plane believed to be carrying a large shipment of weapons, for a controversial private security firm known as Mayweather. 
I, I, I like that. I like how in the game the, the, there's a news broadcast, like a news source that'll actually tell you about what's going on, you know, clearly, like, as the game progresses, so. And, of course, there's also the Public Liberty Online newspaper, and, you know, and unlike GTA 4, like, you know, on the phone, uh, on GTA 5, you can actually access the internet, and there's that newspaper that also has a headline about it, so. Found that to be so very interesting. Okay. You know, as I looked up, you know, the, there's like trivia about this game, but, you know, there's, there's so much trivia about about GTA 5, and if listen to the dialogue and everything, so, yeah. Anyway, so, I'm actually gonna, this is actually gonna be a, quite a short episode, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I apologize once again for the lack of progress with Rage Squid, but I promise you I will pick it up again. You know, uh, as, as many of you know, I, I also uh, have the show uh, Into the Net FC and Cowboys Talk. And Cowboys Talk has kind of gone, you know, a, a, has really slowed down a little bit because there's, there's really been no news related to football. But I'm just blessed that soccer keeps it going, so you can expect Into the Net FC to remain active. But I promise you folks, for all you loyal listeners out there, I greatly appreciate your support. Rage Quit will continue. I will do my best to give you the best show ever. Um, thank you all very much for tuning me today. I know that today... This episode, obviously you can tell I was a bit rusty, and and because I was tired of making y'all wait, I decided to improvise, so I decided, you know what, why not talk about one of the best missions and one of the best games created ever, so I decided, you know what, GTA V, Minor Turbulence, because it's with the best character to play as, Trevor Phillips. Trevor Phillips Enterprises, rising to the top. Rage Quit, ladies and gentlemen, is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very, very much for tuning in, and I promise you, you will see me back soon. Good day, ladies and gentlemen.